Welcome to Working Matters. My name is Carl Edwards. Visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we are here at week four of our series, Technology When Less Is More. I'm here with George Rosas, our engineer, musician, software developer extraordinaire. We're kind of having fun with this topic, aren't we, George? We are. And just thinking about how much communication I do on a day-to-day level. Wow. It's overwhelming. In fact, hang on a second. I need to Twitter that we are doing our fourth segment on this. There we go. And let me just take a picture of you here. And my wife just texted With your headphones on, and I'll post that to Facebook. Okay, just doing a little communication while we're recording. Everyone out here is listening to this podcast. Most of you have a smartphone. Most of you have probably two or more email addresses. You have... Mm-hmm. Many, many, many ways to communicate with each other. This isn't a podcast about that. We really want you to examine why you're communicating, what are you trying to accomplish, and then think about what forms of a communication might be best to get that done. You can only read so many franchise opportunities in your Twitter stream before you stop looking altogether, huh? Twitter has really taken over this world. <laughs> I mean, in one sense, you have people promoting products or people trying to get you to use uh, something that they've created. And in another sense, world political events that may not have happened the way they did without Twitter. Exactly. So here is a perfect example of a relatively new tool being available. And here's what our series is about. Depending on this week's topic you want to communicate about, you would decide whether or not this particular new tool, Twitter, is the appropriate form of communication. For some times it is and sometimes it isn't. Now, there's another type of person out there who just says, there is a revolutionary form of communication that's come on the scene, Twitter. I've got to be Twittering. And instead of thinking about what they're communicating or who they want to hear it, they think what they need to be doing is Twittering as if that were communication itself. And it's not. It's the tool. Tools are tools and they have a purpose and they're meant for a certain audience. What we really want you to think about is whether this tool is something that is useful for you or you just kind of maybe interested in experimenting, which is great. Everybody loves that. For me personally, I want to think about what this tool is going to help me accomplish before I go out there and use it. When you are ready to pop the question and ask that very special person who spend their forever with you, you do not want to throw it in your Twitter stream and hope they notice it. No, although I did hear about the uh, couple that got married and said their I do's on Facebook. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. They did. So. They each had their uh, iPhone in hand, and I, the guy wrote in his vows ahead of time and, and then you know posted them to her wall, and then she posted back I do. It, it was crazy, Carl, what people are doing out there. That's a great example of maybe someone having fun with it. Oh, my gosh, but what a great illustration of it kind of misses the point of what that very special once-in-a-lifetime communication is all about. Yeah, we had the um, Up in the Air, our recent film about downsizing and the very special job of letting people go. I think it's um, scandalous to hear that some companies are communicating that via email. What a shame. How could you possibly do that to another human being? I think it's cowardly. And maybe that is their communication goal. And email, you know, is to avoid confrontation and avoid all contact because they're scared to death of what's going to happen. And if you can own your cowardice, then maybe email is your best tool. But no, taking seriously what's going on and somebody losing their job face-to-face or an opportunity to converse would be more effective. Oh my gosh. 
What about the boss who's got something that's so important? I mean, it's just so urgent. And instead of walking down the hall and talking to you in person, they get on the instant messenger. Yeah, maybe I'm a curmudgeon or maybe in some ways I'm someone who's involved in software who decided to step back. But I really think that there's so many opportunities, especially today, to build those interpersonal skills, to be able to walk to somebody's desk and speak to them in person. I wonder if that's sort of a dying art form in some sense today. I think it's being out of touch with what we're talking about here, which is what do you want to accomplish in the communication? And if you want to communicate something's vital and important and urgent, then what accomplishes that is your physical presence and marshalling all the tools of verbal tone and visual intensity and making the effort all communicates that this is important. And to choose instant messaging and trying to put something in all caps, it's almost silly how it undermines the very thing that you want to stress, which is that something needs to take place now. And what's a great example of the great communicators of our times? Uh, For example, our politicians, right? They can create really great advertisements. They go on the radio and they speak very well and they spend lots of time on, on advertising to us. But when they really want to make a point, The personal appearance, the handshaking means so much to people. There you go. Touch. There is so much more to a person than their presence on a screen or on a voice on a radio. And uh, keep that in mind. You know, there really is a a big, big advantage to being able to make a personal communication with somebody. Exactly. So let's take another purpose in communication. Let's say you just want to let somebody know that you're are going to be out of the office and unavailable for a while. So now if you were to walk down and into their office and interrupt another conversation they were in and walk around the desk and shake their hand and look them right in the eye and say, I just wanted to let you know I'm going to be out of the office for the next half hour. There you've chosen what was the most effective means of communicating for something important and urgent and a high priority became incredibly rude and inappropriate to do for passing on a simple piece of communication. Probably just want to send them a text so that they could glance down and look at it and get on with their conversation and not even interrupt what they were doing. Instead, you turned it into this whole other thing. Again, not a comment on high-tech, low-tech. It's not a comment on latest versus retro. Just being in touch with what you want your communication to accomplish. Ah, we could go on about the humorous and often ridiculous things people do via different technologies. Sometimes you'd wonder if we're just totally out of touch with what we're trying to accomplish altogether. Well, listen, there's a great television show on the air right now. I don't know if you've caught it yet. It's called Undercover Boss, and I don't know if you've had a chance to watch the show. I have only seen ads for it. It's a great show, and the the whole point of the show is that some of these corporations have gotten so huge, there's so many levels of people and software and everything in between that these these CEOs have had to actually take on a new identity, right? Mm-hmm, gone mm-hmm. into their company and pretended yeah. to be somebody else just so they can see what's going on. In other words, the communication has broken down between these organizations to the point where in order for him to really see what's happening, he had to sort of lie about who he was to look and see whether his company's working. That's right, because something has gone on as the president they would not be honest about somewhere. Trust has been broken and it's not safe to talk about those things. So again, that changes your purpose. If your purpose is to build trust, that would suggest a different technology for communication than if you had super high level of trust. I worked with a gentleman who is about the nicest person in the whole wide world. Oh, thank you. Yes. Oh, um, 
Somebody else. The second nicest person in the whole <laughs> wide world. And it didn't matter who in the office it was. If they received an email from him, they were certain he was angry with them. Mm. And there was something about his direct communication style that on email sounded angry. And I'm there telling people, okay, you know, for a fact, we know this person, we know for a fact, this person is not angry. So why are we interpreting this email as angry? So there's an interpretation thing. And then why he keeps choosing email when he knows it gets misinterpreted. You know, we just keep running into these situations and communication is just the fabric of relationships and work and intimacy. So what we want to say as technology grows is what it's doing is expanding our repertoire of options in communication. But because we have a larger repertoire available to us, doesn't release us from choosing what's the best form, even if the best form is simple. Having a new or the faster or the more public is not necessarily better. And, you know, that's the gift and the challenge of our discussion here is you are the tool. You are the craftsperson, and these are your tools. We need to be wielding them, not they controlling us. You know, and our goal here is definitely not to come to you and say, don't bother using this. We really want you to examine what your needs are. And when you're looking at these tools, you know, everybody loves to Facebook, everybody. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but it's definitely become popular among my circle of friends to talk to each other. Sometimes I feel like maybe it has replaced a little bit of the old fashioned get together, which I definitely always enjoy. Oh, by the way, George, I meant to ask you about that Facebook post of yours about me. So, hey, join us on the web. Come by boldenterprises.com and interact with us on the blog there. We'd love to hear what's going on where you are. Next week, we're going to look at collaboration, where all these things come together. The work we're doing, organizing it, and communicating with others, and kind of trying to get a handle on what's really going on there and what technology will serve us and what will not. We will see you then. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.